right. Are we talking about your your porn thing yet, Dick, or what? Hmm? Your porn addiction thing. Oh. Are you pushing that off forever or what? Well, actually, because it was already kind of old when I found it. Oh, okay. So I, I I'm right. I'm kind of when I, when I looked at it, I was like, man, is that still relevant? Oh, okay. Well, bring something else in there so yeah. we can put. You know. All right. So we're gonna. <laughs> so that's do, part of the uh, show now, huh? That that little fr- little conversation we just had. Uh, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> it depends when I'm listening back. Actually, you sense. should leave that in there. Which one? What we just talked about, and then the people can, they can request if they want to hear about it. Like, yeah, we want to hear that. Or no, okay. no, you should skip that. Okay, so uh, yeah, let us know if you want to hear about Dick's Freaky Corners discussion that has been sitting in the show notes since five episodes ago, four episodes ago. Oh, really? It's been there a long time, Dick. I, I just keep, I keep leading, I delete everything else, and I keep leaving it when I copy over the notes. All right, I'm Dick. <laughs> Really? Uh, I'm Ty. <laughs> and I'm Tosh. Welcome. 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 Welcome to Cybercast. <laughs> All right, so I'm Clay. I'm Tosh. And I'm really Dick. <laughs> and welcome back, everybody. This week, we have our brother Ty missing again. Uh, he is at work. Hopefully, he'll be here in the next episode. And we're going to do, uh, discuss some of the news that was in the, you know, in the internet the past couple of <laughs> weeks <laughs> on the internet. Uh, and uh, we have a music corner that I can't wait to hear from Tosh as well. Yeah, it's a special request from Clay, this one. Yes. Mm, I right. remember that. All right, now I know why we're doing Okay, cool. <laughs> All righty. Um, so the iPhone 7 uh, or 6SS or whatever the next iPhone is supposed to be coming out this year, rumors are saying that it's going to be the same as the past two iPhones. Um, so the refresh is not going to be uh, a new iPhone. Like, you know, you see after the S model comes out, there's a new iPhone that comes out, right, guys? Right, yeah. So the next one is going to be basically the same design. Um, uh the rumors are that because then the 10th anniversary of the iPhone is going to be next year so Apple will probably keep the design that they would have released now probably for the next year to make it like a huge you know announcement hey yeah, 10th yeah. anniversary here's the iPhone yeah this is the perfect iPhone that we've right. been working you know on what? for 10 years Apple is really copying Samsung in a lot of ways really? because the Galaxy S7 looks just like the Galaxy S6 I mean it's really oh. not much different it looks pretty much the same. It's, just, it's some slight differences, but kind of looks the same to me. The yeah. S5 kind of looked close to the S6 as well, but there's a, there's a lot more similarities between the S6 and 7. And mm-hmm. I heard, well, we'll talk about the other stuff, I guess. About what? About uh, the models with the, the, the memory? No, about uh-huh. the material that's going to be made out of the origin. Did the articles uh, cover that or no? Uh, So the meaning the screen or what? Or the, the, all the materials. Yeah. Well, I heard there's going to be a, like a glass, an all glass phone. Oh, yeah. That's one of the rules. The back yeah. too, right? Well, it could be because we have we have had iPhones with all glass back. That was the iPhone 4 and 4S. Oh, they had an all glass back? Yep. Oh. Tosh, you, you well, remember what, what, you what about the sides, though? Will, will they also be glass then? I, I hope not. Because <laughs> that would be, it's already, a, a, you know, a bar Slippery soap. Slippery bar soap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I really hope not because uh that would be disastrous I think. Um yeah, I mean uh, you know so when you look at the market HTC also actually uses uh the phone for a few generations. I think the the HTC what 10 
and all these other phones for the past three generations has basically been the same phone. The only thing is that HTC is not doing so well. So you can't say, hey, you know, look at HTC. They're doing it as well. Um, Samsung, like Dick just said, they're doing it as well, right? So, and they're doing okay with their phones. Yeah, well, kind of, like I said, but I don't know if Apple is going to be straight up blatant, nothing different. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Well, no, it's not because every phone, so the four, the iPhone 4 came out. The iPhone 4S came out, and actually, it was an upgrade, right? The 4S came gave you, I think, Siri and a better camera um, and slightly faster processor, right. you know? And then you went from the 5 to the 5S, and the 5S gave you the sensor, the touch sensor, right? And it gave you also a better camera and a slightly faster processor. So um, I could imagine, just like with the 6 and the 6S, the 6S gave you better metal and better glass, and a better camera. I could imagine the third one is going to have just slightly more improvements that, you know, that we would be happy with, I would imagine. I, I would hope so. Otherwise, right? I would say, why well, come out with a new phone at all? A, a good point. If it's going good to point. look the same and, and be of the same build quality and have the same specs, then right. you're, it's basically the same phone, isn't it? Right. So what do you think about people, though, like who, who look at, uh, you know, they, they want to buy a phone that looks different. Do you think that a lot of people are going to be like that or or do you think people would just accept that well you know the phone is here for three years and if you want one you buy it if not you you know you move on i i think if you're an iphone user you just will that's that's what it'll be you won't change phones mm-hmm. you won't go to android for a year and then go back to an iphone mm. so oh you won't pull a tie you mean yeah most people won't you know most iphone users won't do that they'll just wait right. the three years <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but my question is, though, um, how often do you need a refresh? How long until a, a design grows stale, basically? Good question. Um, I mean, we have the same iPad mini from the first mini. The only thing that changes is internally and the screen. Um, I, I still think it's an exciting exciting device, uh, but I'm not an average person, though, you know? I, I, use, I, I use these things for their features, not for the way they look. Right. Right, and the same with uh, the MacBooks. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the cord, at least the external design has pretty much been unchanged. Right. I mean, right. I I went to the uh, to the Apple store with somebody to to pick up a what was it? I think a MacBook Air, mm-hmm. like a three year old design, but still look fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It, I think Apple is very successful at cre- at creating looks that can test can last the test of time. Right. So they, and I think it's just because it's, it's the brand. People just, you know, will, they do a good job at it, but people just will like it because it's the brand on it. The Apple is on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that titanium book still looks amazing to me. <laughs> the one that you had, Dick, the power book. Yeah. The one that, that was a the one that you gave design. to mom that she's using now. Is that a power book? Yeah, that is a power book. Yeah, but I didn't have the titanium one like you did. Mm. I had this, the one, that, the aluminum one that came right after it. Yeah. Yeah. That was a nice nice little thing i think so yeah oh it's a bit it's a it's it's almost like the the sort of modern pro but more squarish right are you looking uh, at right. it now yeah 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 it the is, g4 that, yeah the mm-hmm. g4 yeah right yeah it was beautiful the only thing is that they made a mistake of doing a titanium book i mean you know um if they had done that aluminum from the, from that point on it would have you know i mean basically it's the same thing except they made it in aluminum because it was easier to do aluminum um, so, um, and also the next rumor about uh, 32 gigabytes going to be the bottom line. Uh, I was hoping to hear <laughs> Ty's response to this because he absolutely hates Apple for always still leaving the 16 gigabytes. 
Uh, and I'm actually happy that if this is a true rumor that this is going to be uh, across the line, hopefully, because 16 gigabytes has to die. Right, guys? I'm not I'm not necessarily sure, man, because no? I've considered getting a 16 gig phone for my work phone mm-hmm. because there's so many cloud based stuff now that you don't have to really keep anything on your phone. Mm. I mean, yeah, of course, yeah, some apps, but I'm talking about that's why for work, I don't use that many apps. Right. Like my it, de- it depends if you, if you take a lot of pictures shoot a lot of video then 16 gigs not going to cut it whoever you are but right. if you're okay with every now and then cleaning off some photos off your phone then i guess 16 gigs works for some people yeah but if you have i uh what is it you, icloud you, yeah, yeah icloud but you mm-hmm. you know the one the one you just uh, store more pictures yeah you could do icloud you could yeah. do many you could do google dropbox, uh, photo right you could do dropbox you could do any of those things uh and as, if you do video it 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 will use more of your data but you can do it but if you do if you just do a lot of pictures um you you can do it the 16 gigabytes is fine um I just think that I, th- I just think that it would be wiser of them for the some for the few people who get the 16 gigabyte because it's the cheapest, not because they're doing it for work. For those people, it probably would make them far more satisfied with their phone experience rather than having to force themselves to keep taking stuff off their phone so they can keep using but they're it. They're gonna get it at a 32 gig price, not at a 16 gig price. So it's no, no, the, the price is Apple. I think is going to stick to the. Uh, it's going to stick to that that. That oh, okay. model, yeah. Otherwise, it's a bit shady. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, well, supposedly. I think, uh, hmm? I'm okay. sorry. Well, I go think ahead. it's like inflation, though. You know, because the price of phones do go up based kind of based on inflation and and technology, and I think the minimum data will go up because that has always happened with devices. Mm. You know, it's no longer acceptable to have 250 megabytes of something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but I, I, I hope that 16, cause the thing is that, okay, if they do 32, then they may just get rid of 64 and do it. So 32, 128 and 256, which would be phenomenal, I think, because 4K video takes up a lot of space. And these cameras, uh, and these iPhones all shoot 4K now. So I think it's time to up the ante and, and go the current for, phones is 4K. Yeah. Uh, the five, the six and the six plus, they should, they, uh, they shoot 4K. Yeah. I think the phone should match the data output of the device. Mm-hmm. Also, I think the iCloud storage sh- should match the output of the device, but that's another yeah. point. Yeah, we talked about this before, right? Where yeah. where if you get a phone that is 128 gigabytes, you should probably have iClouds included of 128 gigabytes. I think so. I think that's only fair. I I, I wouldn't mind that really. It would be or awesome. just or or just have a sort of dedicated backup uh, iCloud backup plan or something like that. Uh-huh. Because yeah. now your iCloud you storage. Hmm? I said that sounds like something they can sell. Yeah, yeah. I pay for I pay for two. Uh, I think I pay for the two hundred gigabyte iCloud uh, for myself uh, because I I you know everything I just have everything just go to iCloud on my phone so I don't have to worry about uh, having to set up Dropbox or anything. I just do it with iCloud. Um, I do have I, I, um, Dropbox, but I don't have it set up uh, via the pro account. I just have the you know the free. Right, uh, I have the other way around. I have the pro Dropbox and. Uh-huh. Just out of pure resentment, I refuse to upgrade my iCloud. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it wasn't necessary for pictures, though. I heard a lot of people get it for pictures, but there's an the the standard iCloud will store all of your pictures for you. Is that true? No, no, no. Uh-uh. That's five. It's only five gigabytes. Uh, it'd be awesome if they said yes. We will take all you. You get five gigabytes for document, and we'll take all your pictures. No, no, I would it, love that. It's like it, it, they keep it in this file called Streams or something like that. Yeah, but that that only keeps up to a certain number of of uh, gigabytes. I, I I forgot how much oh. it was, but 
but that that's not reliable either. You you shouldn't rely on that because if uh, if your phone goes away, the stream you you, you let's say you hook it up to your next phone, uh, if it's not in iCloud, it may be gone. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much I pay for, but I think I pay three dollars a month. So oh, so you have the same as mine. I think that's the two hundred gigabyte. I think mm. I, I think that's what it was. I, f- I forgot the exact number. They changed the plans recently, and I forgot which way it changed, but. Uh, so what about this uh, in the show notes? Uh, I also put in what I'm gonna let's talk about the emojis uh, that are uh, gonna be added. Finally, the they're, they're gonna have some more emojis added. Uh, do you guys care about emojis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to a degree, to a degree. I mean, the, the last year's uh, edition of, of you know the the racial emojis, mm-hmm. it, was, it, it was something of a big deal. Mm-hmm. At least I didn't I didn't realize it was a big deal until it happened. Oh, okay. I yeah, really yeah. wasn't aware of the whole, of the whole, you know, emoji so white <laughs> controversy, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> and right. And, well, and now it's the and now and now I guess for Facebook it's the emoji so so man <laughs> controversy. Yeah. What do you think, Dick? I, I don't. I, I use emojis, but they are they're not like my go-to method of communication. Now, have you guys noticed that some stars are getting their own emojis that they sell? On, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like uh, Kim and uh, and Justin Bieber, right? Yeah. Did you hear about Steph Curry's though? No. What What happened? What's this? He, he, he has one. Yeah. He he launched one and he made like a million bucks of it in a day. Or really? Something like that. He, yeah. It did real well. He, isn't uh, Steph Curry like a, a Apple ambassador now or something like that? He is. I think so. I think he's like. I think he's. Um. Yeah. I think he's one of these. Yeah. It's, uh, it's in it's in the article about uh, um the apples move on the indian market right oh okay is it okay that's where i saw it then yeah 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 really yeah what yeah so what a yeah. coincidence yeah so i mean apple you know speaking of steph curry i mean apple is <laughs> trying to reach out to india remember one of the brick countries india is one of them right you have brazil russia uh india and china right that's one of that's india is one of the brick countries that apple is trying to expand into and apple um i think they got shut down uh, earlier in the year for selling refurbished uh phones in india you, you guys remember this right no 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 i don't oh, okay yeah so uh, so apple is uh, th- th- see apple has basically expanded as far as they can here in the united states right i mean basically only people who are upgrading or maybe people who are moving back but they need to expand out into china which they are kind of doing um even though the economy did crash so they're not doing as well and india where they decided to release uh a phone like the five se but of course they didn't lower the price enough for the indian market because people there make you know i mean what a dollar a month you know i mean they make a really low amount of money for the average person the majority of people there are rich people there but they're a majority of people aren't mm-hmm. um you know and so apple and, and really uh, a dollar a month or are you gonna offend some people no no it's really low oh, okay a dollar I mean, a month dude i would imagine probably even less for some people it's really low. Have you have you ever seen those documentaries where, um, uh, man, they follow some of these? Uh, okay, did you see the one with the kids? They follow these kids home. They're they're they were teaching the kids photography, and these kids were documenting their lives. Uh, I forgot the name of this. Um, I forgot the name of the sh- the movie, but um, it was a documentary and showing the way they live. Man, it's like, it's like, India has some has some has some millionaires and billionaires, but. The number of people who are in poverty for because of the size of the country is is massive. It's it's just gigantic, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I'm sem- I'm semi aware of the situation there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and Apple is going. Uh, Apple is is meeting with that Bollywood star, uh, uh, Khan. Khan. Yeah, meeting with Khan. I mean, 
I don't know. Is that going to reach out to like the 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 poverty the, the poverty oh, stricken, yes. stricken people? Oh yes. You oh yes. Oh so? yes. He's going to. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell me. But they'll never because buy an iPhone, right? <laughs> because Bollywood wow. is the biggest movie industry in the world. It is. It is in the world and. Especially people from impoverished areas, they look to Bollywood for their entertainment. Mm. But will they be able to buy the iPhone? Well, that no, <laughs> no, maybe That's not. What I mean. Maybe not. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's almost like it's it's almost like it's it's throwing it in their face. Hey, guess what? I mean, there is all, the, all isn't there, there is a growing uh, a growing middle class in India, isn't there? It's growing. It yeah. is growing. It and is growing. Apple yes. probably decided it's big enough for them to to go capture it like i mean they know that some people are it's out of reach for them they're not not even thinking about them then Mm -hmm. you know Mm, okay you have to think about the people that that can't afford it and that's who you that's if there's enough people that can afford it that's when you go into a market full force so it's got to be there Mm. i don't know about india specifically but i know for instance in indonesia that cell phones are a big deal yes right they're a big status symbol and sort of means of personal expression and also uh, in, in in india the cell phone is the way a lot of people actually can make money i mean there was a story of a lady who basically with her mobile phone would go around and 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 you pay you she would charge you a little bit of money to use it to you know to make calls or to you know get online or whatever i heard that story so, i think yeah i forgot her name but uh <laughs> really you had her I name mean, remembered i <laughs> You know me, I, I usually pull these things out of my head somewhere, but this hat is empty today. So, yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not so sure if, you know, having having Steph Curry as an ambassador here in the United States is a completely different thing. Because, yeah, all, all the kids are looking up to him, but the, they can't afford to buy an iPhone. What about all these kids who are looking up to Bollywood? Can they afford to buy an iPhone? I don't, well, for one, I don't think that Steph Curry's people who look up to Steph Curry necessarily are able to afford an iPhone. Mm. And I think the same goes for Shah Rukh Khan. I think also a lot of people of the same sort of people look up Mm. to him. And some may be able to afford an iPhone, others may not. Mm -hmm. But really, affording an iPhone in America, it's it's not that big of a deal if you go with, you know, a monthly payment or contract. You know, it's not that much of a stretch to be able to afford an iPhone. Right, right. For for a lot of people. Yeah. Probably the majority right. of people, but not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Right, because you could have a minimum wage job and, and have an iPhone. I've, True. I've, I've seen that. True. All right, cool. All right, so any any final thoughts about uh, about Apple's <laughs> forage into India, Dick? No. Best, best of luck mm-hmm. to them taking over mm-hmm. the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Tosh. think Shah Rukh Khan is the prime person to, to, to have as an ambassador there. Right. I mean, right. if they're going to penetrate there, then... I think Bollywood is a good way to go. Okay. All right. You know Sounds what they should do? They should have mm-hmm. an, an Apple. You can steal this if you want to. But for every like rich person that buys an Apple phone, they should donate a certain amount of apples to like a neighborhood. Mm. I'll take some apples. <laughs> oh, and also in, on, in, on yeah. a side note, I'm, I, I th- oh. I'm also thinking the opposite that um, maybe for Shah Rukh Khan, this is a way to penetrate the, the penetrate Hollywood. Mm, not bad. Right? Because um, that... that that actress from um from what's that show? Monaco. She's she's. I don't know. I don't know the show. Well, okay, but she she's originally an a Bollywood actress. Mm-hmm. I think I know who you're talking about. Though. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I don't know. She's gorgeous. Name. Yeah, she is gorgeous. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> are they all gorgeous in Bollywood, Dick? I guess. Yeah. Yes, they are. Even the men. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> and they can dance and sing. <laughs> all right. Um. All right. Well, that's it for this week's. Uh, show on technology i mean there was this uh, android remix that was really for thai so we're not gonna 
You got. It. I mean, we're not gonna talk hey, about I, that. I, I looked at it. <laughs> okay, you have something to say about that? The the remix from uh, from that company. Uh, I think the idea. I think, think the idea of a seventy dollar desktop device in that in that form factor, like really tiny, is an interesting mm-hmm. idea. But I'm I'm questioning whether it it is re- it. The I think in the, in the article it was sort of questioned whether it can be a workhorse. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think so, but yeah, maybe maybe think? if you have a really simple sort of administrative job, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the sort of the, the app compatibility is is lacking, right? So mm. for now, yeah, for now. So is it like that? Uh, was it like Pine? It was like a Kickstarter that was very successful. Yeah, so Pine, but Pine is more basic. Pine is made for people who are who are um, who are trying to build their own. Uh, you, you add, know, build you their add own modules to it. Yeah, you add modules. You could do your own. You could do Linux. You could do your own sort of software. Uh, mm-hmm. This is more like m- you remember Intel with their NUC, their next unit. Uh, what is it called? Next, uh, next unit computing. I think it was called. Nope. Where they made these small boxes. Um, they made these small boxes uh, where you could. But but the thing about them is that they had i5 or i3s or even i7 chips. But you were able to cr- create your own media center device by buying one of these little knock computers from Intel and you could sort of create your own streaming bus box or um you know you could just turn it into a small little terminal for yourself versus this is basically like it's basically like like a small phone it's like a phone in a box you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah so, yeah so and you know that that actually that would be my primary use case for it for uh, like a media center but then i mm-hmm. read that it doesn't support Netflix. Yeah, which is weird, right? That's, that's the first thing you would think it would. Yeah, that's the first thing you would download, right? Yeah, that's what I. That was what yeah. I was thinking. I mean, I almost bought it, and then I said, "Wait, it, Netflix is the first thing I'm gonna put on there." Like, I, I'm gonna wait to see, make sure this thing does work. Speaking of Netflix, I almost canceled mine. Right? Why is that? Just because I, I didn't. Oh, but the main problem was the phone I used to. Do you stream from your iPhone? Any any of you guys stream from your iPhone? I do. Hardly ever. My Netflix from my iPhone never works well. What about you, Tosh? Hardly ever. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it never works well. It's like it seems to lose connection, meaning if I'm on a fast forward or something, it's not even active on the phone anymore. It's just still playing on my TV, which is very strange to me and annoying. Do, do you know mm. what I'm talking about? It doesn't happen to you at all, Clay. No, it doesn't happen to me. But but Kish uh, does more streaming. For, you mean like AirPlay, right? Is that what you mean? AirPlay? No, uh, to my... Uh, yeah, you stream it to your Apple TV. Is that what you mean or no? I don't have an Apple TV. I have a Google Chrome. Okay. Is that the problem? That's probably what the problem is. Yeah, if I had an yeah. Apple device. I wonder. I'm not so sure. But, no, uh, that's probably it. <laughs> they, wanted, they wanted you to hate your Chrome and buy <laughs> Apple something. It could also be the implement, implementation that Chrome has set up is just not doing a good job. I mean, I don't know. We have a Chromecast as well, but I don't use it anymore because the Apple TV just kills it, kills it for me. Um, but why brought it? Oh, hmm? did you know that Netflix now has three different tiers of payments? That's new. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that new? And that's what got me to not <laughs> cancel. What is like, the third, uh, though? Because won't... I think I'm on the second, but what does the third entail? I'm not sure. <clears throat> what does the second wait, entail? Wait, when did, yeah, what does the second entail? Cause I, well, as, I far as, I know, was... as far as I know, if I'm on the second tier, uh-huh. uh, it just allows you to have more people watching simultaneously simultaneously right. oh okay how and many more people profiles? do you know like five yeah something like that yeah i think it's five, five. somewhere between four and Clay, six i think if we got it old mm-hmm. it's it's already like that so they were, oh. they, were, they were telling me you know if you cancel you no longer have the the same pricing and i was like what do you mean the price oh. go up and then i realized they have a one that starts at the price we pay now 
Mm. You can stream to one device and then a higher one that's like 12. Oh. I don't know what it, what it would be. I don't remember. Okay. I didn't know. I, I didn't even know that happened. And okay. They, I, I held out. I didn't cancel. Huh. They, they strong armed you. I know, man. I'm weak, though. So I'm looking here. I see, uh, I see here I have a two screens plus HD plan. Hmm. So your plan it guarantees you at least uh, through 12, 16, 2016. So uh, what? I, I guess if they change the plan, they'll let me know in a month. I'm looking at it right now. Interesting. I didn't even know that happened. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that's what happens when you become popular. You know, you're. Uh, and people are sharing you, like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Did you Did you hear the news? Uh, I guess in when when Netflix was sort of struggling a little bit, they went to uh, they went to Blockbuster CEO in 2003, I think, or so, to ask them to buy them for fifty for fifty million dollars, and CEO said no. And of course, now people are looking at them like you bunch of idiots. You right. should have bought them because <laughs> Blockbuster is gone now. Maybe they didn't have that money. Nah, they had the money. I bet you they, you could have made that money up. You could have you could have begged for that money. I mean, that that trust me at that time that 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 was that was the CEO of Blockbuster not looking forward. But you, right? you can't say you really cannot predict how well a company is gonna do. You can't predict how. It's going to change the game until it changed it, man. Okay, so then if you, at that time you say no, then you go and scramble yourself to get yourself into that business the mm. way they did. No, they looked that, at, that's mm-hmm. my point. You cannot predict that the market, that the, that the people will prefer that over what you have right now. You, you can't predict that. Hmm. You can make well, bad calls, I, right? And then mm-hmm. uh, you're stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why BlackBerry is dead. <laughs> I was thinking about getting the BlackBerry Priv. <laughs> really? Good luck with that. <laughs> From a work phone. Oh, uh, why, man? <laughs> that, is that the square phone? That's a square one, right? Well, that's the passport, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, the password. Okay. No, it's yeah, no. It's it, it does have a <laughs> keyboard, but what I like about having two phones, it gives me the opportunity to experiment and not be upset because mm. my personal phone will be my the one I prefer, mm. and the other one can be something I just want to try out. I'll mm. be stuck with it for a year, though. <laughs> Mm-hmm. By All the right. way, guys, I checked. Um, yes. What I have is four screens plus Ultra HD, and that's sort of that's the top tier. Four oh, screens, you're the top tier, wow. yeah. and it's so only how four you, screens. I'm sorry, you you chose four screens or or yeah, like out of, you, out of necessity. You did? No, but like I mean, what I mean is like at the time when you signed up, that was no, an no, no, no. Later on, later on. Oh, oh, okay. So they gave you an option to choose a different plan. Well, basically, they they said. Um, yeah, at this rate, you're not able to watch Netflix. You have oh. too many people on your account. So <laughs> this is what you can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh-huh. sort of how I Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> sort of throw some extra money <laughs> at it, and then it'll fix it. That, that's what it says. It sounds like the mafia came over to your house. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be pretty bad if your Netflix all of a sudden didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's too funny. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, so they strong arm me into it, but it's worth it. Oh, okay. I think it's worth How much, it. much is, it? is it that you pay then? Twelve uh, euros. I don't know what it works out to yeah. in dollars. So that's about sixteen dollars. I it, think that's what it is here too. It's about twelve bucks a month, okay. or twelve ninety nine. Okay, that's for the top tier. I think so. Okay. Yeah. So it's eight for the one screen, yeah. ten for two screens plus HD, and twelve for this one four screens plus okay. HD. Okay. Cool. In in Holland, do you guys do just flat euros? They they don't say. Six nine. No, it's it's seven ninety nine, nine ninety nine, oh. nine nine. Okay, alrighty. So let's wrap this puppy up and jump into the me, 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 me music corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still working on that intro tune, guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Clay, you requested me to talk about roots reggae. Yeah. So for me, 
the most challenging thing was to distinguish between just reggae mm -hmm. and reggae dub and dance mm -hmm. hall <laughs> and yeah you, you have all sorts of flavors of reggae which all have same core ingredients but different subject matters different sorts of instrumentation different artists that be, can be counted under those labels mm -hmm. my journey i, I expected to, to land on bob marley pretty quickly but <laughs> 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 and bob marley's going to pass by because of course he, he's the guy that sort of made um roots reggae popular both you know domestically as well as internationally you know mm -hmm. in europe in the states but we're going to start with a guy who passed away in, uh, as late as 2013 mm -hmm. by the name junior mervin ever heard of that guy yeah i did you did well no okay well good cool because i think with junior mervin you can really hear how reggae has sort of influenced just music across the board you know from mm -hmm. soul to hip-hop to to funk uh, all sorts of music styles have been influenced by by uh reggae and roots reggae in particular um mm -hmm. so i want to play you from uh junior mervin uh police and thieves uh, we got the clearance right for the license to play the music of course <laughs> And while the track is praying, you can actually go into a few characteristics of, uh, of roots reggae, of, or of reggae in, uh, in general. Um, it's something that musicians call afterbeat. So you'll hear afterbeat. Um, if you listen to, well, let me just stop the track. Is that afterbeat? Afterbeat. Right? Yeah. So if you listen to the to the guitars and the keyboards, they generally play on the second and fourth beat of a measure of a measure, and that's what gives reggae its uh, sort of characteristic uh, rhythmic mm. feel. So it's the check, check, check. Um, but you had that with you had that with like uh, Rocksteady as well, right? Uh yes. Well, basically with any or ska even ska ska, but it, usually in ska more it's it's more so. it's faster, so it's yeah more upbeat, right? Yep. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it's always present. It's always present. Uh, but also, what's what's notable about reggae is that um, all of the instruments they have a sort of key beat that they land on. Um, so, for instance, the bass in, in most popular styles of music the bass will fall on the one but on reggae it never falls on the one mm. uh, in this track if i play it again you'll hear that it falls on the three one Uh, does the focal styling remind you of anyone? Uh, does it remind me of anyone? Uh, I don't know, Bears Hammond? Who? <laughs> or so, Bears Hammond or someone before? before no, uh, no. Before him. Um, somebody who was really big in the 70s. Oh, in the 70s. Oh. Uh, and not Jamaican. No, who? Curtis Mayfield. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. 
listening to his style of uh, singing in particular, I, I, I could have sworn that they, that they drew from the same playbook. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so um, and what would basically set Roots Reggae apart from um, any other form of reggae is that it's really um, centered around Rastafarianism mm-hmm. and Rastas. So basically all of the, of the big Roots Reggae artists or who, cons- who are considered Roots Reggae artists, they are ra- devout Rastas. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's reflected in the subject matter. Um, I'm not a big, uh, you know, sort of theologist, uh, you know, on the subject. But mm-hmm. I guess a, a lot of um, anti-war sentiment can be heard there. Mm-hmm. Uh, peace, harmony, yeah. all sorts of really positive uh, things, but also a lot of counter-establishment uh, themes. Like? Uh, the police, like uh, um, a lot of brutality. police brutality is a, is a big topic that comes back. In the, also in the song that I just played, Police and Thieves. Also in the next song that I would like to play. And here we finally come to... Bob Marley. <laughs> and you know, an interesting thing about Bob is that um, the breakthrough album um, that made Bob Marley and the Wailers popular overseas, um, that has a lot to do with um, the sort of co-production that they did with you know American studio artists. So you'll hear that that the recording is a lot more polished than most uh, sort of reggae from that time is. Um, so what they, what they used to do, they, they would record like the rough demos in uh in jamaica with the jamaican players and bob would take them over to the u.s and then record all of the rest all of the you know extra flavor in particular keys there were there was a lot of overdubbing in the key section that was done uh, mm. in the states so that, that where you, where he did it in miami right is that where he stayed i'm that i'm not, I'm not sure of. at some points he had he was yeah. in miami for some yeah yeah but i, I, re- I remember sure seeing was. a documentary about uh about that a bbc documentary it's, it's from that classic album series that's that's I mm-hmm. really recommend it for anybody into music. They're mm-hmm. to basically um, look at a specific album in a band's or artist's repertoire and just go into the nitty-gritty of it. And it's really mm-hmm. diverse, you know, to oh. go from Queen to Metallica to Nirvana to, well, Bob Marley to Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. But really in the Bob Marley... Yeah, but really in the Bob Marley one, I was really amazed at how much of a cross-pollination it was between, uh, yeah, Jamaica and the States. So uh, let, let, let's... Uh, let's Get to the music. It's burning and looting. Mm-hmm. Bob Marley and the Wailers.
So then if we look at the uh, roots reggae through a broader scope, then we can basically look, trace Bob Marley's heritage. We can look at his kids, you know, Ziggy Marley, mm -hmm. Damon Marley. They can all be considered roots reggae artists. Um, mm -hmm. You can look at the artists that he's worked with, like uh, Peter Tosh and um, uh, Bunny Whaler. Mm -hmm. They all became roots reggae artists on their own with, um, I would say, pretty illustrious careers as well. Um, yeah, all became very prolific artists in that scene. Um, so I guess Peter Tosh might be the most well-known whaler, next to Bob Marley himself, of course. And I guess the legalization of marijuana is, is, is another topic that, that will pop up frequently <laughs> in roots reggae music. Because yeah, that, is, that, is something that. That, that's, that is something that um, I never really thought of. But, you know, Jamaica is sort of the, the most direct association that you can make with, uh, with ganja. Mm -hmm. But it has been illegal there for the longest time and actually still is to a degree. Mm -hmm. um, I think the possession of it is still illegal, but it's been decriminalized. Um, and I think the sale and the transportation of it is still completely illegal. So that, that that's pretty, um, it's pretty surprising if you think that Rastafarianism, he leans so heavily on that plant that it's still illegal <laughs> in the country, right? You, you know what it would do for their economy if they decided to make it legal and export like, you know, the made in made in Jamaica brand of marijuana would would do so Huge. well. It would do so well. It would it would boost yeah. that country's economies dramatically. Yeah. Imagine imagine if, if on a global scale that they would make marijuana legal and make it taxable as well. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of economies would all of a sudden thrive. <laughs> yeah. Surinam yeah could, there you could, go could go into that mm -hmm. but they have people still have to catch up to that idea <laughs> right so with that being said let's go to legalize it by peter tosh Yeah, so this song came out in 76, 40 years ago. Mm. And that legislation that I was talking about where um, the possession of marijuana has been decriminalized, that only came about like last year. Really? <laughs> it's America leading the the, 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 the thought change. Because you look at Amsterdam, you guys have been pretty, you know, open with it, but it didn't convince the whole world. But once America started doing it a little bit, 
I think it opened up minds to it. Yeah, because people are able to see now that it doesn't lead to a mass crime spree or like a, <laughs> a you know, have you heard like um, uh, Bill O'Reilly talk about Amsterdam as, as if it were like a, a cesspool of, of crime and prostitution mm. and drugs? Yeah. Well, Bill O'Reilly. Well, you, you, you've been here and you know what it's like here. So, yeah, it's pretty chilled out here. <laughs> if a guy like Clay can go back year after year, it's... It's, it's it must be. Bad. It must be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I approve it. Yeah. So I guess after forty years, this song still holds up. Mm-hmm, it does. And well, th- this brings me to sort of the global influence that reggae has had, because in no way is it is it it is still as relevant as ever, right? In basically any popular music culture, you'll see some influences of reggae. Um, mm-hmm. The most popular band, probably that the Netherlands has ever had. They're called Dumar, and they're a straight mm-hmm. up reggae and ska band that consists mm-hmm. com- to- completely of white guys but that's besides the point <laughs> and one of their their big songs is called uh nader Viet. dit is een lied over een plant een groene plant een mooie plant een welriekende plant Een grote, een sterke, ja, een nuttige plant. Gaat over de cannabis sativa Hollandica. Of de wereld. Neder about marijuana mm. and how it's a really useful and, and a beneficial plant so mm-hmm. i guess uh the, this uh this idea sort of rubbed up rubbed off uh, on us mm-hmm. let me try that again rubbed off on us <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. yeah so let's go uh, a bit more modern because here, here are the sort of the distinction between what what is roots reggae what is regular reggae what is dance hall etc that becomes a bit um, harder to define because a lot of artists sort of mix styles i mean mm-hmm. some people might say jimmy cliff isn't he a roots reggae artist whereas other people would say no he's just a pop reggae artist people like capleton and buju banton they are first and foremost uh dance hall artists but mm-hmm. are also very devout rastas and have also made a lot of music that be can, that can be considered roots reggae and they're still they're still at it mm-hmm. i mean uh, this is a song from 2010 by Bushu Banton called Rasta Kanko. I see myself as morning sunrise that is certain every morning. I see myself as the moon sure to come following the sun. There ain't no place that Rasta can go. No, 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 no. There ain't no place that Rasta can go. Oh, no, no, no. Show you the light Like a blind man patiently waiting To restore his sight I'll upon your own Just to show you the 
right Never you take naughty meekness for weakness If it was an eye for an eye Half the world would be blind Envy and hatred long gone Man have left them behind See myself as the sun which rises Shining over mankind Here is no place that Rasta can go Oh no 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 Here is no place that Rasta can go Oh no 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 Love that song. Yeah, you know the one? Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so... I linked this pretty interesting article from uh, The Guardian in the show notes mm-hmm. um, that talks about how reggae uh, sort of inspired the, the, the trendy sounds that we hear today. Mm-hmm. You know, inspire a lot of producers that are really big today, uh, particularly like uh, Cadenza, um, Major Lazer, you know, Diplo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all borrow heavily from, uh, from that style. So yep. let me just play you another... Just really straightforward root reggae song. Uh, it's by Johnny Osborne. It's it's from the '80s, called Mr. Marshall. I'll just play you the, the beginning. Of it. Again, a song about police brutality. Mm-hmm. And yeah, n- n- none other than Diplo chose to sample this song for a major laser song called John O'Partial, which came out, I think, just two, three years ago. Here it is.
Okay, so this is what you get when you add an EDM drop <laughs> to Roots Reggae. <laughs> yeah. But how uh, do you guys feel about EDM though? Real quick. I don't hate it. I don't either. I'm, I make I it like to it. an extent. It's awesome for the gym. <laughs> yes, that that's actually where I use it the most. And me too. I love it at the gym. You know, particularly right, Diplo and Skrillex have been starting to grow on me. Yeah, me too. Because they've me all. Too. all I, I always like Skrillex, but mm-hmm. yeah, they've also definitely. been branching out a little bit. Yeah, Skrillex produces hip hop nowadays. Uh-huh. He's made this song, uh, this uh, beat for the game El Chapo. That's one of the hardest uh-huh. beats I've heard in years. <laughs> El oh really? Chapo. I, I gotta listen. El Chapo. You know who El Chapo is, right? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the drug lord, right? The... Yeah, I know. Yeah. I wait, I can't wait till this Netflix movie comes out. Well, the show is out. There's a movie on top of it. Oh really? There's a show right now on it. Oh, oh no, Chapo. No, no. no you're no, talking I'm about uh, Pablo name. Escobar. <laughs> yeah, Pablo. Yeah. Pablo. Yeah, yeah. No, Chapo's no, Chapo. have his own story though. Oh, is he really? Yeah, with how he broke out and everything. That's uh... actually, you know what? There's a lot of Mexican songs that praise him. Um, well, listen. Like, if you live there, you better praise him. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I'm saying, like, yeah, he's very, he's very popular topic for artists to, uh, yeah, to chime in on. Right. But anyway, um, uh-huh. my point with uh, with that last song was that reggae has a very far-reaching influence all across the globe, and it's never really lost its relevance. You, would you say it has long roots? <laughs> I would say <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> But uh, in all seriousness, I mean, pr- it probably hip hop wouldn't exist if it were for no, definitely not. I mean, then the, the, hip hop come about because of the, uh, basically that whole dub movement with the the DJs, you know, doing their their rapping, uh, you know, with the sound systems. Exactly. Yeah. Over yeah. instrumentals, you mean? Yeah. Over like well, or or actually just having like the loud sound systems that they used to have. Even the Suriname, remember, they used to have these crazy loud sound systems. That you know you'd be basically sort of battle, battling one ghetto to a next ghetto. Yeah, it would be toasting, right? That's what they call it. Oh, yeah. Is that what they call it? Toasting. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's because of uh, the migration patterns from Jamaica to you know New York, also you know to Europe that mm-hmm. all the sorts of different styles became uh, you know, sort of the, were born out of this this music. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Reggae influenced ska, which then influenced punk. You no, know, it's, it's really amazing if you, if you really look at the history of it, how far mm-hmm. its reach is, and still to this day, people who are not from Jamaica try to be uh, reggae yeah. artists. Basically, mm-hmm. like how how many sort of white teenage bands do you see that try to emulate that sound? Not to discredit In them or anything. Mama. Well, yeah, imposter. Then <laughs> 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 we talk once about the the reggae scene in Mexico. Did we talk about that before? Uh, no. no, I don't think okay, so. Okay, because I it's was huge. exposed to it here because they, the, the, some of the bands, well, I, you know, there's some Mexican American uh, reggae bands and they, they perform at this club sometimes. And I really didn't know there was, because you see a lot of them, they have dreads and they're Rastafarians, vegetarians, like very deep into the culture. And I thought they're like, it's like, well, that's interesting. And then I got schooled on the fact that reggae is like huge in, uh, in Mexico, but just, you know, in, in a group of people. Not mm-hmm. like the mainstream. Yeah. So just another right. example, you know, it's not just uh, strange to see a white person, but to see different cultures doing reggae is interesting and, and not yeah. common to me. And mm-hmm. also in the Caribbean, also Suriname. Reggae mm-hmm. is right. still huge yeah. in Suriname. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in Suriname, there were two reggae artists scheduled to come. I saw, who did I go to see again? <sighs> I forgot. Surinamese? No. Oh. I'm Jamaican. Oh, okay. Egyptian. It probably, I, it probably, I, saw, I saw Egyptian. Egyptian. Oh, isn't Egyptian not allowed to come to the States? It must have been someone who's not allowed to come to the States. I think Egyptian is one of them, isn't he? Oh, yeah. I know Bu- uh, Buju wasn't allowed to come. <laughs> I 
I don't know if that, that has been, ban has been lifted on that, but <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> <laughs> Probably something with drugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Always? You know, Egyptian. Yeah, he has collaborated with Surinamese artists. Oh, has yeah, he? Yes. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. He seemed to f- uh, have a lot of love for Suriname. He says every time he comes to Suriname, he he gets a lot of mm. love. Shaggy mm-hmm. comes. There's a lot of pretty women there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, beautiful people, right? <laughs> <laughs> they are right dick <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> right so i guess <laughs> i guess what this segment boils down to is that uh just historically reggae and roots reggae is just a very important uh musical genre mm-hmm. um but has a really long branching influence and uh, if you're in any way interested in music you should definitely check it out and uh, cool. and look past you know the the obvious like uh your bob marley's bob marley. even though bob marley is of course one of the greatest mm-hmm. um there's so much more also, yeah. also contemporary artists that you can explore, mm-hmm. and Clay probably knows a lot more about that than I do. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny. Like Bob Marley is the tip of the iceberg, you know. And whenever there's a tip to iceberg, there is just a massive flow that is under the current, right? I mean, so just like follow, follow Bob Marley, and just there's always going to be like if whatever stage, whatever uh, streaming thing you're doing, there's always going to be the next person who they're compared to or similar to and just follow that stream mm. absolutely absolutely okay so i guess that wraps up my uh, music corner for uh for this episode um cool. i still don't have a genre for the next one so please tweet at me if you have a specific subgenre of music that you want me to talk about mm-hmm. uh, and i especially looking forward to styles of music that I'm, that I'm not familiar with at all i mean i wasn't really that familiar with roots reggae to be honest but mm-hmm. um you know, something that's completely out of my comfort zone. I would really love to explore that. What did what did this do to you? Looking into root reggae, did it do anything for what you're producing, your own work? Uh, not yet, but maybe. Uh, okay. Maybe soon. Who knows? Okay. Cool. Maybe I'll, I'll put some dub on it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. That's, All right, that's good stuff. That's good. That's okay. All right, so we're wrapping it up, Dick. Sure. Anything to say about roots? Um, I listen to to all types of reggae on and off mm. you know what though i always tend to go back to uh i have phases where i want to go back to 90s dance hall there was mm. some really good good stuff good music that brings back a lot of memories yeah especially for you i'm pretty sure <laughs> why 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 because <laughs> you were a wild 90s kid <laughs> oh no but you know like the mid late 90s uh yeah. dance hall yeah no it was good stuff yeah, it, was it was really good yeah, it, it, it to me almost like sometimes when I listen back to that stuff, it's like man, like stuff today just can't match it. Like just I don't know, there's something about it that was just raw, man. Like there was, yeah, there was just a lot so of much energy behind it. Yeah, energy, and it was Yo, just like you still talk to DJ Scoops. Yeah, because uh-huh. you know what? Sometimes I just go to YouTube, right, and I put type in '90s dance hall, mm-hmm. and there's there's usually like people that make these playlists and sometimes they do, do DJ sessions where they record it live. You can kind of see the DJ doing it, but he should mm. do one. Mm-hmm. You're right. I should tell him. He should I do should one. And I'd, I'd listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell him to do it. See if see. he has a kid. He has a newborn kid. So we'll see if he has time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, Dick, where shall we find you? Um, actually I wanted to talk about, uh, an, an artist I was listening to. Okay. That, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you listened to him already. Mick Jenkins. Had you mentioned him before, Ta- Tosh? No, no. Never heard that name. You should check him out then. Check him out. What, what, Mick sort, what sort of music is that? Uh, it, it's it's hip hop. All right. Album, The Waters. Put him a cue and, right uh, now. Yeah, I, I heard of him 
like a couple of weeks ago, maybe over a month ago. And then t- today when I was in the gym, one of his songs came on, I decided to listen to his album. And I remember why, why I liked the guy the first time I heard him, but yeah, I think you would like him. There's a specific mm. song that you're thinking of? Um, specific song, The Waters. Just The Waters? Uh, well, that's the name of the album as well, but The, the Waters. When the rain don't fall so hard no more And the bank won't take my car no more But they ain't gonna pull my car neither And they ain't gonna pull my squads either Niggas, shit, I hawk either Steve a hawk and no need for talking Got a hawk's eye, but I can hardly see ya Talks fly, pray you not Aaliyah I ain't tryna rock the boat, but the flow crazy I paint pictures, but they not baroque More Scorsese Niggas made scores out of instrumentals Make a type of script with a pen and pencil Use words from scripts, nasty spelling is he from atlanta by any chance huh is he from atlanta by any chance i don't know actually where he's from he, he reminds me a little, a little bit of big boy mm. yeah you know you're yeah. right he, i can see okay. that actually it's funny it's a mixture of big boy and Andre, <laughs> Tyler the and Tyler the Creator. Oh yeah, yeah actually, I see that. I actually, see Andre, that. Uh, three thousand and Tyler. That's what I meant. Not, yeah, <clears throat> kind of a kind but of. But he has a more has a more straightforward flow, like Big Boy does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you'll appreciate him, but it has to be one of those things you just got to catch you off guard and you fall into it. Though. Yeah, that's what definitely, I think. definitely. Well, oh, just, just out of curiosity, what do you guys think of Panda, the designer? I love that song. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> Me too. What song? <laughs> I love that. I just Panda by Panda, designer. Panda, Panda. I, I don't even know what song that is. All right. That was you on. The, it was. Uh, it was on the third track. that question if we, who what we think about panda was it you tosh yeah tosh yeah why did that come up <laughs> because it's the biggest song he's out. loving it. it's the biggest song out in at the moment i think <laughs> it is really yeah it is it's huge yeah it's 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 uh, the funny thing is that this thing is like just a drug dealer's like freaking uh, uh journal i mean he's talking about selling bars like <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean yeah. he's talking about <laughs> 
it's all this this just straight up talking about you know standing on the corner selling drugs basically yeah if you look at the, at the billboard who have 100 right now it's the first mm. number one is one dance by drake number two is panda really <laughs> Hey man, Future's a hit maker, man. I actually like. It's not guy. Future. I like listen to his it's music. It's not Future. It's though. not Future. Though. It's not. Who is it? No, it's designer. <laughs> it's designer. Oh my god, that sounds terrible. That's what, that's what I said. Future, Future has yet to to to, to top the success of this song. <laughs> oh, so I, I guess what I said over the track, I thought it was, I thought it was him. It sounds. Doesn't it sound like him? Yeah, that that's what everybody's yeah. saying. Oh my god. And actually, actually, doesn't Future say like that? Oh, you know, it uh, that he's or something like he's honored. That that this that uh, or something like that, right? Because because people keep ta- coming up to or flattered or something that people keep comparing him to this guy. This guy just to me, I like this guy much better. Well, he's, he's better at being future than future. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. Did you well, see the? Um, they had a though. video. Well, they, he had a video of him of him basically speaking the lyrics of this song. You saw that? Uh, no. Genius, right? Yeah. Yeah. You saw it, right? It's funny. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> it's like it's uh, like in, in one of my friends was. <laughs> I know, I know. One of my friends was telling me that you know what, I, I I like that he did that. I still don't know what the heck he's talking about. And then I I sort of went line by line. I was like, well, he's talking about Xanax here. He's talking about cocaine. You know, it's yeah. like it's just it's a drug dealer's freaking diary, man. That's what he's doing. And you know who I've been listening to also? It's a mm-hmm. complete opposite end of the rap spectrum. OG Mako. That's a very uh, interesting artist that got under my my skin. Well, in a good way. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And that's not rap, you said? It's on the other spectrum of rap. Like, oh, like very lyrical. First guy, Mick, hmm? Like very lyrical or what? No, uh, no. Mick Jenkins is actually pretty lyrical. I, oh, I you mean on the opposite spectrum of Mick Jenkins? Of what I first mentioned. Right. Right. Mm. Yeah. Very uh, <laughs> low, low IQ rap, but <laughs> I don't know. He he brings a lot of energy, and I I, I like him. Oh, okay, there's a, there's a lady on uh, on Anchor called uh, hashtag Mama Sauce. I mean, you guys aren't on Anchor anymore, but uh, she was sort of talking about you know about what is him? your favorite. Well, she was talking about what's your favorite uh, of, uh, era of music, and she basically then had another wave. You know, what happened to music of today? Everybody's talking about music from the past eras, and, you know, like, music from today is just sort of, you know, uh, you know, snack food. It's not, like, it's not deep, you know? Um, and, a lot, I mean, th- th- this, so this OG Mako is basically just that, right? Just not deep at all, right? Nah, not really deep. Well, you oh, know okay. what it is? But entertaining. Mm-hmm. 
if you probably when somebody asks this question on Anchor and people are going to say, yeah, no, music in the 60s was the best. The music in the 70s was the best, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when you trace it back, it will just be music from the time that they were in their late teens. In the, yeah. Yep. <laughs> good point. That's a good point. It's true. That is a good point. It's just really subjective. You know? And maybe yeah. with a bit of history between, we'll say that Panda was uh, a... a a watershed moment in music oh my history. God. <laughs> actually, that's gonna come, dude. That's gonna happen. You know well, what? Well, actually, the thing is, is, the thing is, is the is the guy's third single. Period. Yeah, well, nothing but singles. What is that about? Yeah, it's the third song that he's ever put out. Mm-hmm. Have they all been hits? No, no, just this okay. one. Well, uh, you know, it's funny if in Google Music, if you put in designer, future comes up right next to him. It should, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, it's it's a bit yeah. of a, a out of nowhere success, but he's English, right? No. <laughs> what? Oh, he's American. He's American. He's not from Atlanta. Oh, but <laughs> I, you know, all this time I thought he was English. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that's why he talks this way. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, for some reason, I I, I says here, I guess he's from Brooklyn. I, I all this time I thought he was English. He's he from was Brooklyn. A, he says he's this from is Brooklyn. Ridiculous. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad. All right. What's up? Uh, he basically signed on with with uh, Kanye West in the uh, February. Yeah, yeah. Good move, Kanye. <laughs> he has one. He has one hit single though. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't. Huh? And of course, also the the song that's on uh, on Life of Pablo. Yeah, which is basically an iteration or a, a so morphing of this song. Yeah, it's basically just the hook. Like. The hook, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's it's on part two of that song, right? It's like it's second, like while they stretch my hands. It's yeah, yeah I think yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess he sees the potential. I mean, I, I don't know. I like the song. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> but yeah, there's some there's some weird, that's a weird thing that goes on when that song plays. You should also yeah. see him do it live. The guy oh, really? he, he ah, okay. performs like he's possessed. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna check it out. Okay. All right. I'm definitely. He gonna went on the Colbert show or uh, late. Late show. He performed it possessed on that show too, or like yeah, in the same manner. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. So he is a drug dealer who's on the drugs. Then okay. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> he's he's not he's supposed to he's not supposed to use your own supply, he's man. A real thing. Designer. <laughs> Designer. Now you know, drugs have made a uh, like prescription drugs have made a big resurgence, man. And you can see you can I see know. it in music, but also you know society. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, what's his name died because of the overdose of fentanyl, you know, uh, Prince. Prince. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I think that I think society is telling us something, and these people are telling us that they need numbing from whatever is happening. Perhaps Play. they need to something about it. Do yeah. you uh, feel guilty about this stuff? Do you guys talk in forums? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The, the thing is that it's a whole it's a whole system it's it, you know it's a the problem is that this that we never in this country i don't know how it is in other countries but in this country uh the healthcare system is a whole system that we forget to implement as a system rather than parts of a system so and, you but know. you know the, those kids who who take cough syrup i mean that's over the counter right so no actually a lot of the cough syrups are well yeah. maybe they're over the counter in, in europe but the like the codeine uh medicines a lot of them are going like lean is made with uh ro- ro- with uh with Prom- codeine mm-hmm. it's made with promethazine and codeine yeah which is a prescription item uh it's actually a c3 to 5 no but he's item. saying some people can get certain effects uh, oh just off of like effects regular from 
Delsum or Robitussin. Because, can can I tell you something? Mm -hmm. Delsum, which has dextromethorphan in it, is a relative to, like, the controlled medications. It is a distant relative to, like, the, the opiates. So... Yeah, you could if you take enough of it. Yeah, you will get the effects of it. Remember when coracidin was like the big thing? <laughs> yeah. Is that behind the counter now? It's for some st- some places. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But sorry, Tosh, I caught you up. What were you saying about? Uh, well, no, I wasn't. Uh, there was no next part to what I was okay. saying. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, there's. Listen. There's. There's. The, the nation. The country. The world is in a state. Of wanting to numb themselves to put the, and that's why virtual reality is probably going to become huge. Probably, <laughs> so that's People just never, yeah, never going outside again. Exactly. Now, when virtual exactly. reality becomes uh, this, this is the marker when virtual reality becomes like great. When I no longer need a girlfriend. Oh boy! Then you know, <laughs> I know that was coming. It's been achieved. <laughs> Flashlight can, and, okay. and and my VR glasses. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it, and I it's gonna happen. I mean, virtual reality is going to reach a point where it's going to be, you know, it's gonna put us in a state. I think so. I think so. Hey, does this exist yet? Uh, VR experiences that can give you the effects of being under the influence. That I think might be a great thing to get into. Well, okay, listen. That uh, last episode. uh, Tosh told us about that whole barbershop experience. I actually listened to it with just crappy headphones. Uh, did you try it? It's no, not, I didn't it, try it, it. I, I, it actually felt like I was there. So I could imagine doing something like making you feel like you're under influence. I, I could imagine that being a thing. I mean, even when you listen to, to conscious reggae or roots reggae, sometimes I could imagine, I've never smoked weed before, but I could imagine, you know, getting mellow and just, I'm like, okay, this is probably what it's like to be under the influence of some sort of ganja. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Radio Hab- Radiohead released an app in like, 2014, I believe, mm-hmm. called Polyfauna, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a VR experience. Okay. Fauna animal, like F-A-U-N-A? Yeah, P-O-L-Y-F-A-U-N-A. Okay. It's it's interesting. Uh, it's probably not worth keeping on your phone, but you know, it's a free free app. Okay. And I don't know what they were trying to do, but you know, it was Kind of interesting. Mm. Sell CDs, probably. <laughs> it's not always about it's, CDs. It's not always a, or tickets. Well, it no, came out kidding. with an album. Yes, it did come out with an album. <laughs> but you know, they're they're very uh, they always they always like to have some sort of side uh-huh. project going on that you have to like really dig in to find. Okay, I like the artwork. Looks good. It's like the King of Limbs artwork. If you're not familiar with that album, that's the uh-huh. kind of style. Okay, cool. <laughs> Oh, right. you asked me where you can find me, and yes, <laughs> this is where we ended up. <laughs> That's a long answer, man. <laughs> uh, see, it's not. It's a long time we've had, we've talked about uh, what we've been listening. What to. we've been listening to, I know, I know. So, and since it was Maybe. today, I got back into that. I wanted uh, to kind of put Tosh on it. Okay, yeah, I appreciate it. And our we'll, listeners, we'll check it out. Yes. All right, so Dick, shall we find you? <laughs> Boy, um, Dick underscore daily on Twitter, man. Okay. You, cool. you, could, you could take my daily beast off of the off of the website. It's done? I'm not, I haven't, I just looked at it the other day. So do something about it. Yeah, I know, but if there's no desire, that means it, it, it could be on hiatus, maybe, I don't know. But Well, the whole habits thing that you were supposed to build up, do a, I don't know, 14 days or 21 days or whatever it takes. Uh, right, but I'm also doing other stuff that I consider mm-hmm. more important right now. Okay, that, all so. right. I I I I'm t- gun out gun down man. I'm taking it <laughs> no, up your head. I'm just saying, you know, you know, I'm, I'm working on some other projects. Okay. All right, cool. All right, and Tosh. I'm at Tosh Polak on Twitter. 
And my website is www.toshiropolak.com. Don't expect any recent blog post there. But <laughs> uh-huh. if you want to contact me, then please do. Okay. All right. And I'm CW Daily everywhere that matters. Uh, I think cwdaily.xyz is going to be a portfolio that's going to be coming up. I'll put something up before the show goes out so that at least something is there. So cwdaily.xyz. If you go to cwdaily.com, it should probably bring you there as well. But cwdaily.xyz. Z, like zebra. Hmm. I never heard of okay. that extension. Yeah, Google uses it for like, uh, I think abc.xyz is their, I think that's their really? main. Play. Oh, that's yeah, their alphabet. So. Uh, yeah, alphabet. Yeah. Dot, there you go. Alphabet.xyz or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'll keep Alrighty. my blog up for Tucker Max to find me one day and say, I'm going to turn it into a book. <laughs> <laughs> Alright everybody, ciao. Holler. Come on, Tosh. Return to your regular scheduled programming. That's not how it goes. He's <laughs> <laughs> not a musician. <laughs> that was more like uh, that was like Vanilla Ice or something. <laughs> I know. Uh, alrighty, guys. <laughs> alrighty, man. Don't forget to upload your audio. I know we haven't done this in a, in oh, yeah. a while. <laughs> oh, I hope I remember. Oh, hold on. I didn't record. <laughs> oh, gosh. <dude. laughs> I have backups. I have backups. Uh, I always wear underwear on top of my pampers. <laughs>